Okay, back in this Tuesday afternoon, I'm Jeff MacArthur, and the White House is warning American companies that Russia is on the verge of planning cyber attacks against U.S. companies and infrastructure. As a matter of fact, in the statement released yesterday, President Biden said the U.S. government has, quote, evolving intelligence when it comes to potential cyber attacks. Charles Finlay is a cybersecurity expert at Ryerson University in Toronto and joins us now for more on all of this Charles, good afternoon. Appreciate your time with us today. Good to be with you, Jeff. All right. Do we know what Russia could be planning when it comes to a potential cyber attack against the U.S., the U.S. government? Do we have a sense of uh, what might be their likely targets? This is something that we have been uh, watching carefully uh, since uh, the beginning of of the war in Ukraine, uh, and obviously long before. Russia has a uh, a history of uh, attacking uh, Western organizations and uh, Western uh, infrastructure. I uh, will recall the 2016 election uh, in the United States where uh, uh, Russian hackers attacked uh, the U.S. Uh, democratic system, including uh, the Democratic Party, released emails, affected that uh, election just last year, 2021, we had uh, the Colonial Pipeline attack. Uh, Russian-based hackers, uh, dark side attacking critical infrastructure uh, in the United States uh, in respect to the energy sector. So uh, there have been a number of attacks uh, from uh, Russia uh, on uh, uh, Western-based uh, infrastructure, Western-based organizations, and that's what we're concerned about right now in light of uh, the war in the Ukraine and obviously the reverses that uh, the Russian uh, armed forces are having in the Ukraine. The question now is, will Vladimir Putin reach for uh, cybersecurity as a way to damage uh, Western countries and the NATO alliance? Yeah, you mentioned the uh, pipeline attack a moment ago, Charles. Uh, do past cyber attacks, do they give us any sort of indication as to what might be coming? And if this is indeed a response by Russia to sanctions, which have been uh, punishing and hurt the Russian people, would they be uh, looking to you know, inflict uh, similar pain, as it were, uh, on uh, the U.S. Uh, as a whole and go after something such as a pipeline again? Yes, they might be. Uh, I think what we can all see from the war in the Ukraine uh, is that uh, there is nothing uh, that uh, Vladimir Putin uh, uh, will not do. Uh, so we need to be ready for uh, for any kind of uh, cyber attack and attacks on uh, critical infrastructure, on our energy sector, on our transportation uh, sector are particularly damaging and disruptive uh, to our society as a whole. They are uh, a, a playbook, if you like, that the Russian government has run in the past. And they are what uh, the U.S. government uh, and other governments are looking at, uh, are looking at carefully right now in terms of what, uh, what could happen. Is this the new warfare that we all need to be ready for and prepared for? I mean, battles uh, historically, of course, have played out uh, on land, uh, in the air, uh, but now they're playing out uh, online, Charles? I think that's right, Jeff. And what makes uh, you know cyber uh, conflicts uh, unique is that 
uh, essentially all of society is on the front line. Uh, uh, these attacks happen uh, where we live. They happen in uh, in our uh, communities. They happen in our organizations. They happen in uh, our cities, in our governments, and in in our homes. So uh, it is up to all of us to participate uh, in uh, being aware of cybersecurity risks, and all of us to participate in uh, answering uh, cybersecurity threats. If this is in response to uh, sanctions opposed against uh, Russia, is it not only the U.S. that obviously needs to be on alert here? Uh, Canada has obviously uh, imposed uh, sanctions as well over the last uh, few weeks. And are we prepared to defend, do you think, Charles, against a Russian cyber attack? Yes, I think uh, Canada and Canadians uh, and all citizens of uh, Western democracies uh, need to be prepared and need to recognize that uh, cybersecurity uh, attacks uh, from Russia uh, can affect them. So this is not just the United States. Uh, this is Canada. Uh, this is other Western countries too. Uh, Russia has a uh, has a record of attacking other uh, uh, members of the Western Alliance: Estonia, uh, France, Germany, uh, the United Kingdom, and of course Ukraine uh, uh, itself. So Canadians absolutely need to be aware uh, of what's happening. The Canadian government uh, is aware of what's happening. The Canadian Centre for Cybersecurity, which is the federal government's sort of uh, a main cybersecurity uh, agency, if you like, has issued alerts, issued alerts at the beginning of the war uh, in the Ukraine, identifying potential threats uh, to Canadian critical infrastructure that were emerging uh, from Russia. So Canadians, the Canadian government, Canadian law enforcement, uh, needs to be aware, and are, and they are aware. There are significant efforts being uh, taken in organizations of all sizes across the country and uh, in governments at all levels in Canada uh, to counter this threat. Let's talk a bit more, if we could, uh, just finally here about uh, companies or organizations of all sizes, Charles, because it's uh, one thing for uh, the government, the Defense Department, to make sure that uh, something like you know the electric grid, electricity doesn't go down uh, in the country. But for private companies, how best can they defend themselves when it comes to a potential or possible cyber attack? Yeah, these are these are are great questions, and one of the most important ways is to uh, is to train employees on fundamentals uh, of cybersecurity protection. Uh, this means using things like multi-factor authentication. It means keeping your passwords. Uh, uh, strong and updated. It means updating your software regularly. It means training uh, to prepare in the event uh, of attacks. It means backing up uh, your systems. It, ne it means knowing how your organization or your uh, uh, company uh, is vulnerable. Uh, so all of these pieces uh, are, are important for leaders of organizations for uh, all participants and employees of, of organizations now more than ever. The good news around cybersecurity is that we can be safe, we can be secure uh, by doing uh, a number of relatively basic things that can help protect all of us. All right. And uh, if a company uh, notices that there is some suspicious activity uh, going on online and they feel as if they uh, might be the potential victim of a cyber attack, if they think they've been uh, infiltrated, can they do anything? Or by that point, is it already too late? 
No, they can certainly they, they can certainly act. It's very important uh, to prepare. So it's important to take uh, a number of steps before that happens. But you know, once a company or an organization becomes aware that they are the victim uh, uh, of a cyber attack or believe that they might be the victim of a cyber attack, then they definitely uh, need to act immediately, working with uh, professionals uh, in order to answer that threat and in order to mitigate the damage that uh, is being done uh, to that organization. It's very important to move uh, to move quickly as soon as an organization becomes aware uh, that they've uh, been the subject of an attack. And of course, the preference is to have all these pieces in place well before that happens so they know exactly what they're going to do. All right. Some great information, Charles. Really appreciate the time and the conversation. Thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Appreciate it, Jeff. Thank you. Charles Finlay, cybersecurity expert at Ryerson University in Toronto. And we're back after this. You're listening to The Jeff MacArthur Show. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.